0: Hey Dan. Hey Rob, how's it going? Do you really want me to answer that? No. Uh, so, um, I know that I normally read to you during the weeks. Yes, um, it's part of my uh,
1: community you, service. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the court order. Yes, uh, for what you did to me.
0: It, well, okay. <laughs> we don't have to. I don't know. We don't have to stir up old things.
1: Um, well, I can't read anymore. It's hard for me not to forget what you did. All right.
0: Well. Uh, I got you something, uh, uh, sort of a, it's a, it's a thank you. And an I'm sorry at the same time. Oh, cool. All right. Um, all right. Here you go. Here it is.
1: Okay. Um, what is this? It is a phone. That is a, yeah, it kind of looks like a phone. Yeah. Um, doesn't look like a phone I've seen before. Did you? Well, did you make this? I made that phone. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I They're thought this again.
0: I thought that it would be nice uh, to give you a gift, and instead of like going to the store and buying you something, uh huh. I thought it would mean more
1: if I made it. So I made you a smartphone. Okay. Well, what it means is a violation of your court order because. It, And listen, you know, setting all the legal stuff aside, I appreciate the gesture. There's clearly something wrong with you. But the fact that you're giving me this after your last gift, which was a homemade Neuralink, fried the reading center of my brain, not to mention the reading center of our local library with the fire it started. (laughs) Yeah, I, I just I can't believe you're doing this. It, does this even does this thing even turn on? Uh it uh I mean you could try turning it on.
0: Then mm. I, I don't know why you're mad, Dan. I tried to do a nice thing and give you a homemade phone and give you something uh from the bottom of uh well made from the bottom of a garbage our, can? Yeah, well yeah. yeah, made from parts that I found at the bottom of a garbage can. Yeah.
2: Oh my god.
1: <sighs> All right. Well it's great thank you thank you I'm not gonna tell your parole officer about this I'm just gonna set it down on the table here okay well it melted through the table so well it does get hot so you're gonna watch out for that I'm just gonna throw this in the freezer while you're playing the theme song this week on King Me some connections never die this is Mr. Harrigan's phone King Me! King Me! Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast, the official podcast of week three of phone month! Beep, beep, <laughs> Ring, phone ring, month. ring! Take it easy! <laughs> yeah! Ow! Welcome to the phone month also. That's where all the movies this month have phone in the title. Yeah. That's right. Over here on King Me a couple weeks ago, we talked about the black phone last week on the Patreon for our sub series, Phone Month. (laughs) Yeah. We Larry Cohen movies with phone in the title.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So uh, we wanted to do something special for phone month.
1: We couldn't just be about phones. Uh, anyone, anyone could do a podcast about f- movies with phone in the title. Right.
0: You. Those are a time it doesn't. All right. Mm-hmm. Nobody does phone month. Find me one
1: other podcast.
0: Yeah. Find me one other podcast that does phone month, and I will fight them to the death. Oh,
1: we just added to the 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 pile of bodies. <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah. and you will know us by our trail of bodies or <laughs> cancer of aborted vodka. <laughs> <Are> we- <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, last week was phone booth over on the Patreon, Patreon.com/gangvypod. Link at the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh. And now we're back here on the main feed, we're back. the flagship program. We're back, Kingley man. Proper. We're we're ringing you up on main. Right, that's right, and and none of this Joe Hill crap. This is primo center cut, Daddy O, Stephen, James King hey. Bible, the James King Bible, <laughs> the, James King Bible. <laughs> the James King Bible, right? Uh, uh it's abbreviated. Mr. Har- it's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all backwards. Yeah, uh, this is Mr. Harrigan's phone. It's Mr. Harrigan's phone now, bitch. <laughs> This is Mr. Harrigan's phone. Mr. Harrigan has a phone and this is it. When, uh, when he takes that iPhone out of the box and holds it in his hand, Mm -hmm. were you like, it's Mr. Harrigan's phone. (laughs) Oh, that's the phone. All right. Uh, but
0: before we get into all of this phone business, um, we have some business of our own up top. We do. Uh, guys, you know we have a Patreon, and if you don't, and if this is your first time hearing about it, baby, we got
1: a Patreon. Head on this over to this Patreon. This must be music to your ears. <laughs> for, for once you were blind, but now you see. Yeah, Head on over to patreon.com
0: slash Pod. Sign up for the, the free trial. What? A seven-day free trial? And you get access oh, yeah. to all of the episodes? That's crazy. But that's what we're doing you,
1: over here, all right? We're crazy. If you... If you listen at 1.5 speed, you probably run through the whole catalog in seven days. Yeah. You could scrub through everything that we're saying.
0: Um, check that out for five. And then if you like it, if you like what you hear, baby,
1: why don't you stick around? All right. It's only five dollars a month. And here's, here's what you do. You sign up. You listen. You love it. You prove my wife wrong <laughs> about me. She <laughs> said... She didn't have to tell me this. Uh-huh. She said, "I ran out of podcasts, so I put yours on, but you guys were talking about Twin Peaks, which was boring to me, so I turned it off..
0: <laughs> now I, should, this is, I This is the woman that you love and spend, want to spend the rest of your life with,
1: correct? Uh, uh, all right, She lives in the apartment. All right, all right. That's Isn't she also can- watching Twin Peaks? Yeah, but she doesn't know what's going on.
0: Oh well, if she listened to the episode, she would fucking know She'd what's going have, on.
1: It would be the perfect companion. Some would say, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: So, so what you're telling me is every Tuesday we do a whole episode of uh, uh, of Twin Peaks. We we discuss. We're going episode by episode. What?
1: Off the record. Yeah. Strictly off the record. Uh huh. That's correct. That is what the Tuesday episode. Oh is. hell yeah. Uh, but it's also prior to this, it's it's things like our King Me Babies series, God, the babies, the the dollar. Our, we talk about dollar baby adaptations of Stephen King's and the short stories that inspired them. We did some. What was the oh greasy little cook boys, which is a play on greasy, uh, greedy little book boy. Right. Which yeah, but then we, we changed, changed it. the name of. So there's a lot to change. <laughs> Okay. Greasy Little Cookboys is our cooking series mm-hmm. where we make Stephen King inspired recipes from a cookbook we found. Uh Greedy Little Book Boys is now called The Sometimes Readers, where we actually read the novels. Right. We read the books and the cook we break the rule. The
0: cooking show. Didn't we change that to the constant eaters?
1: Oh, yes, we did.
0: So nobody's greasy yeah. or greedy. We're just
1: Yeah, we're not little. Yeah. We're we're grown men. <laughs> yeah. We're we're men
0: with Jobs and uh, podcasts to yeah, our <laughs> to responsibilities.
1: Our name. That's right. People are uh, counting on us to be examples in our communities. Yeah, it's uh, Mister Mister Avon. Could you teach me how to throw a curveball? Yeah. I I got to beat. We gotta beat the uh, the crosstown rivals. Oh,
0: sure thing, Harley Quinn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mister A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> so head on King over kingmeon.com patreon.com slash link of the show notes. yeah yeah All and right. guys if you, and
0: listen if you don't i get it times are hard right now inflation what what is no, no
1: stop making excuses no no
0: no i get it but If, if you, they
1: need five bucks, I'll give them five bucks.
0: You want to help us out for free? Head oh. on over to iTunes, give us five stars, and leave us a review, and we'll read it here on pod.
1: That actually would be nice. Yeah, that would yeah, be nice. Fine. And Perfect if you do it as Stephen King, that's
0: an added bonus, all right? Yeah,
1: that gives us credibility within the fan community, which hates us. That's right. <laughs> we, are, uh, we are pushing the envelope,
0: and they don't like that. With constant... Uh, constant crybabies. If you ask me,
1: (laughs) I I mean, come on, fans generally (sighs) suck ass, huh? Except for our
0: fans. We have the best fans in the world. No, you know what though? Uh, there's like, what just happened? What happened to just liking things and being like, I like this thing. You like this thing. We have that in common. Why does it have to be we, everybody's whole personality?
1: We learn nothing from that William Shatner SNL sketch, huh?
0: Ah, uh, nothing. I don't know what it, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where's like, yeah, the Trekkies?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Classic Shat. Uh <laughs> sorry for uh sorry for going full comedy nerd on the pod right. here. So Yeah, I've studied the greats Belushi. Uh, Woody Allen, Uh Sid Caesar, uh, the classics, mm, the
0: Bowery Boys, uh, Henny Youngman. Ever heard of him? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Red. Uh, I like Skel Lenny Britain. Bruce.
0: I like his older stuff. His, mm. his, uh when he when he was just angry about the court proceedings.
1: He's just being yeah, where he was angry, saying beatnik stuff. <laughs> And I know he's not for everyone, but I love Kaufman. <laughs> All right. there. There's one Andy Kaufman bit I really love, and I think about it a lot. What is it? Anytime someone betrays me. Uh-huh. It's like him on a TV show. It's like a music show, like a music showcase. Uh-huh. And there's a guy just playing two chords. It's like, a, it's like an A to a G to an A to a G. Okay. So you can kind of hear that. And all he, he just goes, I trusted you, I trusted you, I trusted you, I trusted you for like, I don't know, seven minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's one, it's one of my favorite things. That's pretty good. So yeah, big Kaufman head over. Oh yeah. Uh, We're not talking Kaufman now. No, we're we're talking Harrigan. Yeah,
0: this week we got Harrigan on the brain. You want to get into it? Yeah, we gotta we gotta talk about this guy. You know what? You know what drives me nuts is oh, everybody he is just always on their devices. They always have their Mr.
1: Fun. Mr. Avon's take.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody's always on their devices. All right, mm-hmm. nobody's ever talking to each other anymore. Mm. We have our faces buried in our phones.
1: All right, you know i I tend to think of them as sort of black mirrors. So. Oh. Well, that makes I sense. Know. Yeah, when the screen is locked, it kind of is like a black mirror, and it's and
0: it's shining back at you the ugly truth, mm, that
1: which is that you got a double chin,
0: bitch,
1: <laughs> nasty ass,
0: <laughs> yo, nasty ass, <laughs>
1: get your nasty ass double chin out of my black mirror, <laughs> idiot.
0: Now this week we're talking about uh, Mr. Harrigan's phone from 2022. Wow. We are <laughs> good year. We are fast approaching the present day. Uh,
1: I, I can't believe it. Yeah. It's crazy that this is a period piece set in 2008. <laughs> it's crazy. That, that That's shocking, huh? Yeah, it is.
0: Um, especially like the, the book uh, came out, I think in like 2016. No, 2020. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Um, yeah. And it's spe- it's only because the iPhone came out in right around that time. Oh, man. So, Dan, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Harrigan's phone. We both watch this. Um, how long uh, before you started snoozing through
1: this? Squirming motherfucker? in my seat. <laughs> yeah. Just eyes darting around the room. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it going any faster? It's stuck. Yeah. Hold on. I uh, think my
0: I think this froze on me. Hold on. Oh nope. It's just that slow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Why are we back in back in Mister Harrigan's study again? (laughs) What? what? Think honestly. It does it not seem like they put uh, the titles of the books on the in the like lower third? Mm -hmm. Uh. Just to let you know that they're not reading the same book over and over. That, like, time is passing.
0: Yeah, that's the only reason they did that. Like, nothing, uh, it doesn't seem like the books themselves, like, uh, whatever book they may be reading, like, the moral of that story has any effect or plays into uh, the story of these characters. It's just... Part of
1: darkness a little. Only in that man has a heart of darkness <laughs> only in that they recite the the last line of the book again at the end of the movie sure right but like
0: it's, i mean what he reads uh the jungle by upton sinclair that's socialist on,
1: only to say yeah i hate that book. i hate that book <laughs> <laughs> right it's, whoa what and by the way that book's like 400 pages long. That's not a short book. Uh,
0: well, yeah, he fucking what was the the Russian book that we said? Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, was it
1: Crime and Punishment? Yeah, yeah, Crime and Fucking Punishment. Crime and Fucking Punishment.
0: What is, what is that? Like, uh, I don't know. What is it? 10, 20,000
1: pages? I can't even. <laughs> I would never. It's a long one. It's a it's a doozer. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it is Crime and Punishment. Yep. Okay. Just double checking. Uh, so we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. Let's uh, let's let's let's, let's slow it Mr. on down Harrigan.
0: to a Harrigan's pace. That's <laughs> right.
1: Um uh, Donald Sutherland. Don. Don. Don S. Otherland. Arts Wow. We should we could have made this oh, Southern Month. Oh man, we could have. We Phone Old Southern wind. <laughs> phone
0: southern phone
1: southern <laughs> landline
0: yeah southern landline yeah. uh, so yeah because Kiefer Sutherland was in phone booth he was uh, in P-Town phone booth last week, yeah yeah uh, um and now we have but
1: we're going back much like much like we're done with Joe Hill and we're going back to the source of the <laughs> spermazo right uh, Donald Sutherland, uh, a million years old. <laughs> and I got to say, yeah, it's not a bad performance considering he's the oldest man who's ever lived. Yeah, I mean, he was roughly
0: 87, 88 when he made this, um, which uh, I mean, all of his scenes take place uh, in in a, chair. in a chair, in the study. Minus that one shot where he's, like, sitting in a kitchen
1: table, maybe, and he answers mm-hmm. the phone. But ev- yeah, everything- it's that, and when he goes to uh, Craig's house to tell his dad that Craig works for him now. Oh,
0: that's... Yeah, yeah, I forgot. He, yeah. he does get out of his car at one point. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, uh, most of it, I guess. I, you think that was part of the sell for him? was, like, it'll be very fast... Like one week of shooting, most of it takes place in a seat. Well mm. are you up for that?
1: Mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, part of the cell talk is. Uh, how about the iPhone? That's part of the cell too. <laughs> that is too, part of right? the cell. Yeah. You get you get your own first gen iPhone. You
0: get you get your own
1: cell. Um. That's right. Um. Yes, Donald, Donald Sutherland being old, doing a lot. From with a little, I think he does. He has a couple moments where I'm like, you're acting. Yeah, you are. Look at You get a load of you. But there's no denying he's very old. He sits down the entire time. Yeah. Also stars King alum himself. Yep. Jaden Martell. What the fuck is that? He's King alum. Oh, he's he played
0: Bill in it. Oh, good old stuttering Bill. That's, right. That's so mean that's what his name is I mean that's what they call him um
1: he also played Morty in a Rick and Morty live action short what are you talking about (laughs) it's on his IMDB yeah it's Christopher Lloyd and Jaden Martell as Rick and Morty all right well that's that'll do all right (laughs) You don't want to know everything about that. <laughs> you know what? The uh, the the poster for this is fascinating. It looks like um, you remember? You know how like every so often those like busts of like hyper realistic Beavis and ButtHead will turn up yeah. online. Yeah. yeah, Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it looks like it looks like that. Okay, we don't need to talk anymore about it. Oh,
0: we can we could keep talking about it. No, he's <laughs> pissed. He's
1: listen to him he's furious
0: oh no let's um yeah what else can you tell me about this jaden martell fella um
1: not much uh he sounds sad all the time he does sound he's a sad boy um he's got that sad in him <laughs> yeah. he's got that sad dog in him that basset hound yeah
0: oh man this movie uh was really difficult to get through. It's only, it's an hour and 40 minutes and man, they could have trimmed an
1: hour 20 out of it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the fact that they like, well, I also want to talk a little bit about John Lee Hancock because he's
0: got a
1: fascinating filmography. It's nuts. Yeah. Crazy. So John Lee Hancock, um, he has, Nine writing credits twelve producing credits um or sorry twelve directing credits mm-hmm. um his other writing credits which were that the ones that were of note to me yeah the blind side uh-huh uh, uh, which a uh, a true story um a true story the uh a movie which kept a grown man in like uh indentured servitude isn't the right word but like <laughs> He was basically held hostage by <laughs> this uh, janky uh, white couple. From, <laughs> do you know that story? Like no. the resolution of that story? So Michael Orr. Yeah. I, okay. You know what the movie's about, right? I do. I, I have seen The Blind Side. I've been blindsided. It's, about, <laughs> it's <laughs> You've been blindsided. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the White Savior movie. And the sort of like coda to this was... I think it was earlier this year... Uh, he sued the the Sandy Bullock and whoever plays her husband, like the people that those characters are based on uh-huh. because they put him in. What's it called? The Britney Spears thing, the thing conservatorship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he didn't have access to his money that he made from his professional football career. What? Like, yeah, he's got to be like, I don't know. I think he's like maybe 30 ish. Yeah. yeah late thirty or mid 30s early 30s sure um and they were just like they're just like you can't have your money we need it for our fake charities to embezzle and launder money or whatever oh my god and that's alleged. that's not real i'm i'm not sure claiming that they did that part but right but he, they did. <laughs> yeah eventually the judge was like yeah you guys are you guys are being psychos i'm gonna give him, give this man his money now yeah give that man his money I'm going to give this man his money. Uh, And speaking of that accent, uh, John Lee Hancock also directed uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. No. A a Clint Eastwood uh, fever dream. Oh, wow. So he wrote it.
0: Uh, He wrote that. No. Yes, yeah, yeah. he
1: co-wrote it with John Barrent, who, uh, you probably know from, uh, he's just not that into you. Just kidding. That's Greg Berent, of course. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, John Lee Hancock co-wrote uh, "Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil," which is just like, yeah, it's like a a, a moita. Oh, there's been a moita. There's a moita, and. I'm not crazy, right? It's set in, like, New Orleans. It's all, like... I
0: believe so, yeah. Very, it's like... a mystery thriller. Um,
1: it's about, like... Um, it's set in... Bill S- Treve's family. Savannah,
0: Savannah yeah, Georgia. exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. It's Bill Treve's family from uh, King of the Hill, his, like, extended family yeah, that yeah. they go visit that one time. <laughs> they turn Bobby into, like, a little fancy lad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... This Anything a, else? You, those were the two that I was like, "What the fuck?"
0: I mean, <laughs> how is this one guy? It's uh, I mean, it is a little weird that he's involved in like four Kevin Costner movies. Um, he wrote *A Perfect World*. He directed *The Rookie*. He wrote and directed *The Alamo*, and then he where I lost it. Oh, and then he directed *Highwaymen*.
1: Oh. That's four Costner jams. Yeah, you're not wrong. He also directed um, Saving Mr. Banks and The Founder, which is... This guy's... What a career. He's all over the place. But yeah, the, the Costner thing Snow is Snow White like, and the Huntsman? What is this guy doing? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I can't him, get a I'll handle on this, on this John Lee uh, Hancock fella. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the yeah, the Costner thing, it does just kind of seem like if you act normal enough, Costner will sort of like anoint you for a little while. Yeah. You think that's it? I think it's just like if you're normal and workmanlike, you'd be like, I like the cut of your jib. Uh-huh. Right. Do you, you see, see Costner it. as as his character from Yellowstone? Is that? Never seen Yellowstone. Mm. But oh, ten. I den. <laughs> Does it promote traditional
0: American values? Uh, if you, if by traditional American values, you mean uh, stealing from uh, people and murder and doing whatever you got to do to get ahead in this world, then yes. I guess,
1: yeah, that all track
0: It's basically uh, like Midwest Sopranos, I would call it that.
1: <laughs> Is Costner Tony? Yeah.
0: He, he's yeah he's big daddy that's pretty cool
1: he is big daddy honestly yeah he is <laughs> see the way that man wears a pair of jeans my god um <laughs> big daddy <laughs> there's a the thing that yeah i think of him as so uh mlb they do that i've probably talked about this before, oh wait the field I, of dreams game yeah yeah i know
0: th- i've seen the field
1: of dreams game <laughs> Do you see his entrance? Yeah. 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 I well, Crazy. Yeah. That's psychotic. I
0: I take it back. I haven't watched the game. I've only watched his entrance to the game.
1: It's so weird. And I it's become like it's becoming like an annual thing. Like they're going to do it every year with him
0: with like his. That's
1: the thing. I don't know. I missed it this year. So I don't know if every year he's going to walk out of the corn and be like, oh, my God, it's this field (laughs) it's this field of dreams that was what was so crazy he was like if you're if you haven't heard me describe this before you haven't seen it yeah he acts he's acting he's playing his character from the movie as he emerges and looks around like i uh, i can't believe there's people in baseball players right because
0: uh hold on let me check he is an actor correct (laughs)
1: yeah but it's like He's not. No, I know that's. But
0: that's like I. I feel like people. Basically, like people are like, oh, Kevin Costner, like Kevin Costner, the man, is he? We should get him to do the Field of Dreams thing. Yeah, that's.
1: But have him just be Kevin Costner instead of having even one second where he's pretending. Yeah, I know. Something else is happening, and it's so funny because he's like looking around in wonder. And then all the backstops have, like, sponsorships for, like, Geico and Taco <laughs> Bell on them. So it's like, this wow, it's the magic of baseball, but also flow from progressive. You know,
0: we we come out to these fields to watch Giants play. <laughs> like, just shit like that. And, and yeah, it's uh, whatever fucking... Uh, McDonald's fucking yeah. <laughs> advertisement in the back for the McRib <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen Field of Dreams, Dan? Have you ever no. dreamt in no. that field? No. I have not. Uh, but I, a I whole, saw... Just a whole generation of men uh, that pushed their emotions deep down and had bad relationships with their fathers. If you want to see them cry... You just play that last five minutes of that movie for him. Hell yeah.
1: I would like to watch it. I want to do the whole... Aren't there like three Kevin Costner baseball movies? Yeah. Right? Uh, it's that, the, Bull Durham, and then The Natural? The
0: Rookie. The Rookie. The Rookie. Yeah, yeah. The nat- no, The
1: Rookie is Dennis Quaid. Um,
0: is it? Then I was incorrect before when I said that uh, that was a Costner joint. Huh.
1: Yeah, it uh, the natural the is.
0: Oh, wait, hold what, on. The natural is uh, what's the name? Robert Redford.
1: Oh, OK, OK, OK. Um, yeah, the rookie is Dennis Quaid as that's a funny one, too, because the guy it's based on, like, yes, he managed to make a major league roster at like age 42 for the first time. Yeah. But that was that was it. He was he was out of there pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> he did not do very well due to being 42. Yeah. A 42 year old rookie.
0: No, um, it looks like hold on um, several Costner films, including Chasing Dreams from 1982, Bull Durham from 1988, Field of Dreams, 89, For the Love of the Game, 99. Jesus. And whatever the upside of anger, which I don't know. Chasing
1: dreams and field of dreams. That's right. Wow. All right. This isn't a Co- this isn't a Costner podcast. This is a Harrigan podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Let's rein it back in. We we went down a Costner hole. We did. Who else is in this movie? Kirby, a woman named Kirby, not the pink ball, <laughs> who takes your powers by gobbling you up. Right. Not Jack Kirby,
0: the the man responsible for. Every movie for the
1: past 15 years, I suppose. Do you ever look at his drawings and you're like, what drugs was that guy taking? And then someone says, LSD. Yeah. Psychedelic drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, this is just, this is a
0: woman named Kirby. Um, uh, Who else? Who else we got here? Uh, Cyrus Arnold, um, as,
1: as Kenny Yankovic. Yeah. Now, I what do I recognize him from? He looks so familiar to me. I
0: watched, I, I thought the same thing. I watched that movie 8 Bit Christmas from a couple of years ago, which was like a Christmas story for kids from the 80s about Nintendo instead of it was a, a ready player one Christmas,
1: yeah, uh, okay.
0: essentially, yeah. Um
1: he's got a, like he's got a fucking face on him though face he really does i was going to say like i i think he's my favorite character in the movie by like a long I mean, long stretch he's sh- he's great yeah i mean he
0: he is uh kind of the only one that uh, does anything <laughs>
1: like yes i i will go as far as to say he's one of the best stephen king bullies Cinematic bullies that we've ever seen i I would i man
0: i I would have to do the rundown of the bullies, but yeah uh, well, just because I feel like you see uh see some of the veil like coming down as yes. he's bullying, you know yeah, it's a little bit more realistic instead of just this like, is like yeah full on psychopaths is the,
1: totally this is uh if we liken Stephen King to. Uh, God from the Bible yeah This is like a New Testament Stephen King style bully Who's not like who's like Fucked up and kind of sadistic But also um, A human being uh, Yeah not also like a broken uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. an irredeemable monster Yeah doomed to yeah a life Of crime and and violence Right Um. <laughs> do you think it's What do you make of the fact that Mr. Harrigan likes putting stuff on people's mouths. Um, like Ghost Harrigan. Uh, oh, well, I guess we can get back to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to that. <laughs> that's a, that's a good. If you haven't seen this, I think that's a good teaser. <laughs> All right, He's what's up with Mr. Harrigan
0: putting stuff in people's mouths?
1: On and around people's mouths. Oh, you know who's in this too that I want to shout out? Who?
2: Oh God, let me find her.
1: I forget her name. Marceline Hugo. Ah, Marceline did you, Hugo. Did you recognize her? She's the woman at the trailer park. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you instantly recognize Kathy Geis? Yeah, she's uh, on 30 Rock. <laughs> they style her the exact same way. Yeah. It was shocking. Um,
0: it, it, I saw her in another movie uh, from a couple of years ago, and it's so hard not to see her as uh, Kathy Geist. Yeah, that that show. Was she's
1: but she's especially geisted up in this.
0: She is, yeah, she's all geised up. Mm. Um, all right, let's get into the fucking the the meat of this this here movie. Um, King smash meat. cut. <laughs> uh, uh, smash cut two. Um, well, I mean, we get some fucking, we get a little voiceover, we get some. Uh, you know, some uh, shots of the town of Harlow, Maine, where our we story do. takes place. And then Those we go to church,
1: yes. like like good God fearing folk. Um, opening opening line of the movie. Yeah. Craig in narration says, when the gods wish to punish us, they answer our prayers. Whoa. Oscar Wilde wrote that. We didn't yeah. read that book maybe we should have
0: yeah we should have we should have read that book oh boy what you,
1: I would have, I would love to know given Mr. Harrigan's views on socialism I would love to know what he has to say about Oscar <laughs> Wilde yes yeah he was should a should drunk and
0: and some other things I'm sure he would say
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes we're at a funeral yeah, is it? It's not his mom. No, funeral, we're at is? church. Yeah, it's just, it's not no, a it's, funeral at all. It's just church. Yeah, just church. Um, uh, and Craig himself, he goes up to the podium to read from the aforementioned Bible. Ah, ever heard of it? God's in it, and he does a really good job, and uh, certain, so good, in fact, a, the, a certain, the local billionaire. billionaire. <laughs> Now, Dan, uh, sort of a goodwill hunting story. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the so I guess the catalyst, whatever, is that Mr. Harrigan uh, goes to church on this particular day, sees young Craig reading and wants to hire him for five dollars a week to read to him because I guess his eyesight has gone and he can't read anymore. Although he's, Except he can read the fine print of a newspaper. Right. Except he can read about money. Money, 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 money. money.
1: Mm. Um, what do you no. think about the scene where he dives into a bathtub full of coins? I,
0: It was the most exciting part of the movie. <laughs> I, I
1: wish. What I wouldn't have given. Them. Oh, man.
0: But, uh, Dan. So, um, hypothetically here, right, uh, you're a boy. You're 10 years old let's say we don't need to talk in hypothetical that. <laughs> you're a 10 year old boy and this old billionaire wants to hire you to read to him um what do you think creepy i think not creepy <laughs> um i mean it's a little it's a
1: little unusual it's i
0: know peculiar. i know you know billionaires are just like us they uh you know, they're not all deviant creeps. Um, not all of them have their own private island to do whatever that Dan has definitely not been
1: to. Of course not. Mr. Harrigan, of course, um <laughs> I just well, think the flight, lo- the flight logs from his plane came out and who was on there it was like uh uh Seth McFarlane <laughs> and uh, Jackie Chan, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> that plane got hijacked constantly. That's why they started bringing Mark Wahlberg.
0: Well, yeah, you had it's like, to. No, not going to happen, pal. Not while I'm here. Not uh, while I'm here.
1: Because unfortunately, also on the flight log was Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> 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 Kept hijacking the goddamn plane.
0: Personally, Osama, hijacking Harrigan's got- plane. Um, no, I just I just feel like uh, any parent. Uh, would be like, I am not going to uh, let my son go up to your house unattended, this child. Even if like, even if his reputation in town was just, oh, he's the nicest man on earth, which it is not the reputation in town.
1: (laughs) No, no, Um,
0: he's a mean son of a bitch. I just think the whole, that premise alone is a little,
1: little suspect. It is. And what makes it worse is how far out of his way Harrigan goes to like ask if he can. Yeah. Uh, right. It's not like he goes up to them at church or something. He's like, You did a good job reading, boy. Right. It's like he drives to their house or yeah, has him has drive like, him to their right, house. Right. And has like
0: a negotiation with the dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. The dad who I, first of all, played by Joe Tippett, who I don't know. Do you know him from anything else? Uh, He
0: looks familiar, but it's probably maybe like, I don't know, TV or something. Uh, He doesn't. I
1: think this might be the best performance of just a normal guy (laughs) I've ever seen in a movie. Just like a sad dad, a hardworking, sad widower. Um, And he's so reasonable the rest of the movie. Yeah. Right? Where he's like. It's like, Dad, can I have a smartphone? And he's like, well, what the heck do you need a smartphone for? And he's like, yeah, I guess I just really want it. And he's like, right. ah, what the hell? I'll get you one for Christmas, ah, my boy. On. So proud of you for going to college. But then he's also selling his kid to
0: Mr. I, Harrigan. I just think the whole, like, having like being okay with your son, like your 10-year-old son going to this old man's house,
1: to it's just... But, uh, but this is Rob, this is we're in the king of earth here, right? This is commonplace. Yeah, You're right. It not, is commonplace. Not to get too ahead of ourselves, but apt pupil <laughs> hearts, hearts in Atlantis. Uh, this kind of thing happens constantly. Kids are going to
0: read to old people. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. So Mr. Harrigan hires young Craig to read to him, uh, three times a week, uh, for five dollars a week right and then every christmas mr harrigan gives him a uh a scratch off lottery ticket um that's right a red devil scratch a,
1: off a a scratch red devil lottery. lottery
0: um yes. yeah and they i mean the first half hour of this movie is just craig and mr harrigan hanging out craig reading to him um they discuss the books a bit um, Mister Harrigan, uh, he talks about how, uh, money and how much he loves money and how exhilarating it is, how how interesting he finds money. Um, yes,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, right. Craig asks him, he's like, "Do you ever read anything yourself, you old sack of shit?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I read the stocks, my boy. Ah, my boy. Pork and bellies never- are up." <laughs> And we get you know some shit about how like money is not money, money. Oh yeah, yeah. So one of the books says the true value of money is measured in power.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah, So that uh, Craig, uh, he's he's you know he but he, he becomes friends and I guess over time from reading and discussing the books and then like the conversations that spring out of that, um, they, it sort of seems like, uh, they become friends and, um, they both seem to get something out of this relationship that like, you know, uh, Mr. Harrigan, who is like this sort of lonely, you know, billionaire in his home has, you know, somebody to come over to talk to. And, and also Craig, you know, he's learning something, as well from Mr.
1: Harrigan. Right. Um, yeah. Craig said there's a, yeah. Mr. Harrigan asked him. Craig's like, "He says something to the effect of like, this is uh this is the one place I come to not feel like a total piece of shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> kind of. It's just like, I feel like I have control over my life when I'm right. reading to you. Yeah. Which is like, I don't think they do a good enough job of making him seem not in control of his life. Because no, as far as I can tell, he has a nice group of friends, and then his dad buys him a phone, and he becomes popular, and he's dating the cute girl at the iPhone table in the lunchroom. Right, and nothing bad happens to
0: him. Nothing. Yeah, he gets bullied, but like he gets bullied for like a second. Like the so he uh, he go he starts high school right. Um, his, I guess his friend's older brother, um, sort of U Haul
1: or whatever his name is, U
0: Boat, (laughs) U Boat, (laughs) uh, takes takes him and their friends under his wing and just like shows them the high school ropes, right? And like, first thing right out of the gate is like, oh yeah, don't look over there. That's like, uh, what's it? What's his name? Uh, uh, the bully, Kenny.
1: Uh, Kenny Yankovich.
0: Yeah, so Kenny Yankovich is like he's, you know, mu- like physically much bigger than most of the kids. He wears like, you know, like black Doc Martens and like a black coat and, you know, he's just like and he's a bully. He he goes up to uh Craig almost immediately, day 1. And
1: Yeah, as Craig's getting off the bus, he like accidentally catches his eye. Yeah. And so Kenny is like, you're mine. (laughs) Right. I'm going to bully you today. Um, So he goes up to him in the stairwell and he's like, I'm going to what's he? I'm going to shine my shoes. Yeah. He's like, he
0: hands him a paper bag with a tin of shoe polish. polish. (laughs) Yeah. A tin of shoe polish and says, you have to shine my shoes. And Craig says, I'm not going to do that. And Mm. he's like, you have to, or I'm going to beat you up. And he's like, I'm not going to do that.
1: And that's it, actually stupid. Yeah, that's I'm dumb.
0: And you're fucking dumb for even asking yeah. that. No. And, uh, and then Kirby. Yeah. Miss Mrs. Hart uh, played yeah. by Kirby. Uh, Mrs. Hart. Kirby herself. Yeah. Comes walking up the stairs. She's like, what's going on here? And Craig sort of just like covers up and he's like, no, nah, we were just we were just talking. He was we were going to split this sandwich in the bag or whatever. And then the teacher walks away and he's like, you should have just shined my shoes, man. Now I have to beat you up. And then he like the guy. I like just that. Like Craig is like, what away. the
1: fuck? I just covered for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, like, you know, not for nothing. Good life lesson. It's like. Don't do anything for anyone. <laughs> kind of. Or just like, don't assume like no good deed goes unpunished. I totally. guess. It's just like, yeah. don't assume that. Anybody's going to change their mind because you like took the high ground. Oh no! Like, uh, they some guys just want to beat the shit out of you. It doesn't matter if you shine their shoes or not. But this kid Kenny, the way that he is like, now I
0: have to beat you up, man. It would have been easy. You should have just shined my shoes. He seems like almost like uh, uh, I don't know. Put a, like like put upon that he now he has to beat this kid up. You know? Yeah. Like he's like. And it almost seems like he like I know that he's definitely a bully, but it almost seems like this is his first day as a bully. And he's like, all right, I'm going to get this kid to shine my shoes. And then when he says no, he wasn't expecting him to say no. And he's like, fuck, now I have to beat him up, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> which is like fine. But it's also U boat is clearly establishes if we can't trust U boat. Who can we trust? Right. Obviously. That Kenny's like the. Arch villain of the school.
0: Right. Uh well, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Um so uh yes, uh Craig, uh one of the I get one of the things that U-Boat sort of lays out <laughs> for these kids is
1: uh when they wish go- he was a bigger part of the movie, frankly. I know. Um I love when they're like one of the characters, because I I don't know if they refer to him as U-Boat when they introduce him, but they do. If they yeah. okay, I missed it. Because then later when someone's like, Well, U-Boat said, I was like, U-boat said that? <laughs> I movie. thought
0: I was mishearing him.
1: And I thought it was like, like maybe a name
0: that Kubo. I just never heard before. And I looked it up and I was like, No, that's U-boat. Yeah, no.
1: Straight up it's nonstop, uncut U-boat. Yeah. Um, so He's uncircumcised. (laughs) Right. That's why they
0: call him U-Boat is because his penis looks like a submarine. Um, Jeez, how old is it? Hold on. How old is that kid?
1: Yeah, I want to make sure we're allowed to say that. (laughs) Talk about that kid's hog? Yes. Ah. Make sure that man's hog. Yeah, he's got a... He looks like... He looked... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Hold on. Yeah. Well, how old is uh, young
0: Jaden... Um, he looks like a child. He does. Uh, Jaden is 20 years old. Okay. So U boat yeah. has to be at least 22, 23. I mean, he, he's got a, right. Let's see. Age range twenties. We're good. All right. So U boats uncircumcised, uh, submarine shaped penis. Hmm. <laughs> Um, No, he he tells them he like gives them a rundown of the cafeteria and he's like, all right, so this is this is how it breaks down is like everybody sits at a table based on what cell phone they have. Those Mm. people over there are the Motorola people. These over here are the Blackberry people. And those over there, those are the the popular kids. They have iPhones.
1: Dan, this this, is such a this is
0: so fucking stupid.
1: (laughs) It is. This is Stephen King showing his age. Yeah. This is what, like, it, he does this now where he tries to write about the present and it, it's things like the detective from The Outsider using his iPad for everything or whatever. It's just like, yeah. you use an iPad. You're 80. <laughs> You're an old man now. But, like, yeah. yeah, just, like, a fundamental sort of misunderstanding of oh, oh. how kids organize <laughs> themselves in 2008. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, it's absurd to think that, like, Uh, All these kids just hang out with
1: each other because of their phones. But I mean, that's the problem with this whole thing is that like it's it's a boomer. Yeah. You know, hacky uh, observation about how phones rule our lives, except not really like that doesn't have anything to do with anything.
0: It doesn't. You're right. It's
1: just like Mr. Harrigan gets really into his phone and then dies, unrelated to that.
0: Right. It's not. And then yes, it's not if, like a, a you know a Pandora's box has been opened yeah. and
1: it's ruining his life and right. whatever. And it's not like all it does is make him unattentive while. A, f- a fucking 16-year-old is reading him Dostoyevsky. Guess what? That shit's boring. Yeah. yeah right. That's why you're not paying attention.
0: Yeah. This isn't uh, the movie Cell from 2016, right. where right. people go bananas when they look at their phone. They start running in circles around the cell tower. Yeah. And they start going, whoop, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, yeah. I think this movie just like... It, it All it does is introduce ideas all the way until the end of it.
0: Yeah. Yes. I I mean, I think, you know, I don't want to, you know, whatever. I, I think the main problem here is that this is based on a short story that was thin to begin with. And then they were like, we need to pad this out to an hour and a half. And... They fucking didn't <laughs> like they did not add anything of a value yeah. here because
1: I <laughs> they you know, added famously they added scenes
0: of him reading to Mr. Harry. <laughs> <they're Herrigan. like, laughs> you know, what if we added more books, more reading yeah. sessions?
1: You know how yeah, that's, that's like, uh, visually interesting to see. And, and here's what we'll do. We'll shoot all of them the exact same way. Keep the camera where it is. Jaden, stay yeah. in your seat. We're Lock gonna, off that camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Read a few pages and then all right, and you know, so uh, Pa grabs the one book, another one gives them the second book, and roll. And they just did that, and everyone, yeah, was out of there. They they wrapped for the day by like two p.m.
0: Yeah, no, um, they were done early. On it's every such a shame here. too, because like
1: <laughs> one of, one of the things you know, I'm famously, um, open-minded and optimistic. About this. <laughs> So I'm looking like, what are some things I can be liking about this? That house, that's a great set. And it's oh, like, yeah. there's a lot of like, f- first of all, it's a huge space yes. or set, whatever. Um, But it does seem like it's an actual house. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, it Parts seems it, like at least
1: it seems like it. I'm just saying, why are we shooting everything from? One of two angles like explore the space a little bit, babe.
0: You know what? I think uh, John Lee Hancock might not have a distinct visual style. (laughs) I think you might be right. uh. (laughs) Just from the things that he's done, the the movies that he's directed in the past might just be taking a job, you
1: know? Um, Um, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Yeah. Do you also think of that? Uh, Paul F. Tompkins joke, the movie phone. No. joke. I don't even remember what the full bit is, but he in the movie phone guy voice uh-huh. says midnight in the garden of good and evil. <laughs> Always got me. That's how I hear it when I read it. That is funny.
0: Ringu. So, uh, same, same bit. Talking about Ringo. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, all of so all these kids at school, they have cell phones, whatever. Um, at a certain point, Craig asks his father for a cell phone. And his father's like, You don't need a cell phone. Like
1: he's like, Why would you need that? He's like, Well, what if I need to call nine one one? Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um I could get hurt. Yeah. Uh, but his dad's just like, No, no cell phone, you don't need it. Um and, and then one uh, Christmas, Mr. Harrigan gives him a scratch off ticket and he wins wins three thousand uh, dollars. It's a lot of money for a high school kid. Yeah. And uh, he's uh, you know, he talks to his dad about it and he's like, um, you know, I want to uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, this is the same Christmas where so he gets the three thousand dollars. And then his dad, who is like of, you know, uh, middle class means, we'll say. Yeah. He's just a regular there's guy. Some, there's um, some
1: reference at the beginning to them being sort of like, like he's not make, he's not raking it in like he used to ever since right. mom died.
0: Right. So he, you know, he's like, uh, why, don't, why don't you open the, the little one first and then you could open up the bigger present, whatever. And so... The, Craig, he wins the money and then his dad is like, oh man, you're not going to like what I got you. And then he opens it up and it's a, an iPhone. One of, one of those early 2008 iPhones. Damn. Um, and he's like, yeah, you probably think it's stupid or something. And, and Craig's like, I love it. Thank you so much. Um...
1: No tension. No, no,
0: it's no like we're, we're too
1: poor for the phone Mister Harrigan is providing in a way that I cannot. Right, right, right. These are all possible.
0: <laughs> These are all, yeah um, P- possible conflicts. None of those things happen.
1: Uh, I do honestly. I do like that his dad's just nice though. That gen- genuinely, sure. I like that he's he's just you know, Craig mostly just has like a good head on his shoulders His dad takes care of him. doesn't make for great entertainment, but it is like, (laughs) you're just happy for them. (laughs) I really, life is just so stressful and miserable that it was nice to see father and son getting along. Totally. Um, so, uh, you know,
0: Craig has the phone and he's all excited about it. And, uh, is this, he tells Mr. Well, he calls Mr. Harrigan and thanks him for the, uh, uh, the scratch off, which now he's like, uh, yeah. And Mr. Harrigan's like, you're welcome. And
1: then he just like hangs up the phone on him. Um, now I will say we talked about how this movie has no distinctive visual style. Yeah. I liked how that was shot uh-huh. as sort of a prelude to like the ear to the gr ear to the ground on the grave. Thing, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's sort of like, Not that he and, you know, not that John Lee Hancock invented this, but um, considering in every other shot, characters are just framed, like, (laughs) middle-middle. Right, yeah, yeah. On the three-by-three grid there, um, Mr. Harrigan is sort of all the way to the right of the frame on the phone, and then when they cut to Craig, he's Craig is all the way to the left of the frame on the phone. So they're just separated by this thin barrier. Sure. Um, (laughs) Now, when you saw that phone. The one on the wall. Yeah, the rotary phone in Mr. Harrigan's house where you're like, that's got to be Mr. Harrigan's
0: phone. Look at Mr. Harrigan's phone. Very old. I wonder how this is going to
1: play into the story. Plot Uh twist. (laughs) This may be the most exciting, shocking thing that happens in the whole film.
0: Yeah. uh, Craig, so he takes 2,500... out of that 3000 and
1: 2500?
0: Uh, yeah. Really? Well, he t- he puts that away. He, he they put that towards I think a college fund or something. Oh like. my god.
1: I thought you meant the iPhone cost 25. No, no,
0: no, no, no. Woo! Um and then he takes the the rest of the money and buys cheap babe buys another iPhone for Mr. <gasps> Harrigan this time. Ah. The billionaire, the man who has everything. What do you got the man who has everything? A cell phone. An iPhone. <laughs> um and th- this whole bit where he's like, I mean, again, 87 year old uh Donald Sutherland, uh, this this young boy comes over and he's like, I got you a cell phone. And Mr. Harrigan's like, I don't want a fucking cell phone. What are you but, dumb? Yeah. Uh and then, you know, he starts, you know, the kid starts showing him how to use it. And it's just, it's like very, you know, uh, whatever, like showing your parents how to fucking, you know, check their emails and sign up for Facebook. And then, of course, uh, all of the negative things that happen because uh, our generation showed our parents how to use the Internet. (laughs) Mm, Yeah,
1: Mr. Harrigan goes on. Yeah, yeah, it goes full full Q. (laughs) Uh, He's like, hey, what if instead of reading a book this week, I... Just ask questions. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so that I, I a little bit was charmed by that scene where you're showing him how to use the phone. It's not too grating. I found it grating, but yeah. yeah, it didn't it didn't bug me, but I was like I, underwhelmed. It, Basically, he's, I'm he's d- like this is like
0: uh this is like fucking 25 minutes into That's, the movie <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> into an hour and 40 minute movie. And like, they
1: should have done it like alien where you never really see the phone. It's just in uh, shadows. That would have been good. That would have been cool. Um, um Mr. Harrigan's phone dollar sign. Is <laughs> the sequel. Yeah. So yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, I like, I know you like your stocks. Well, this is your stocks right here. And he looks at them. He's like, oh but what is this? And then he looks at the newspaper. He's like, wow, this isn't even up to date. Yeah. He's like, and Craig's like, well, yeah, it's yesterday's paper. Uh, everyone gets, you know, everyone gets it a day late, but now you can see your stocks in real time. Right. And so he's also like, I'm going to invent cryptocurrency. Craig, uh, your bonus this year is not a scratch off, but a bored ape. <laughs> it's a bored ape. It's non
0: fungible. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, the those bored apes, those are working out for people, right? <laughs> but, uh, Did we talk about on the show that the bored ape music festival where everybody went blind because the stages were rigged with UV lights? What are you talking about? I swear to God. what are you talking about there was like a there was like a a music festival thing maybe it wasn't music some sort of gathering in i i want to say like hong kong for board ape guys yeah like nft board ape nft owners and ape fest 2023 hong
0: kong baby
1: that's right the stage lights were UV lights and whoever put this together did not know that. Oh my. And people were tweeting about like how they were going blind <laughs> from <laughs> being at board Ape fest. Man, this uh, these board
0: apes are really ruining people's lives. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I destroyed my finances in one blind. It yeah. it's literally like it, the key, it's the King Lear trajectory. Of a ape. I,
0: love, I love that it's a board ape too. The, the ape gets no satisfaction from blinding people or yes. or financially ruining them. <laughs>
1: he does it and he's bored by it like the if you search ape fest uv light yeah like that the top stories bored ape creator says uv uv lights at ape fest burned attendees eyes and skin jesus christ Dude, it's it's amazing it's what, what, so good why why is my skin sizzling right now <laughs> A similar situation was reported in 2017 after specialist lights used for disinfection were incorrectly installed during a hype beast event. Oh these boy. guys keep burning themselves. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Are
0: you sure these are not UV lights? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I got a deal on them, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, right. The whole thing reeks of fire fest. It's amazing. <laughs> it does. I
0: love a, I love a scam festival or like a, like a festival that just goes horribly
1: wrong. I know. Them. I know. It's so like, it's just like a big budget version of like carnies rolling into town. It's, yeah.
0: But it's also like, I don't know. It's, it's that th- thing where like, you know, uh, you, know, you make plans and God laughs, that kind of thing. Or where it's just like, yeah, you thought that you were going to spend three days in the desert naked doing drugs. And now, you know, the porta potties are overflowing with shit. The mud is three feet deep and you're and fucked. And you can't <laughs> find
1: your clothes.
0: Yeah. You're completely fucked now. <laughs> like. Rules. That's yeah. That's good. Uh, you know, like uh, it's it, it feels like a man versus nature thing. Um, so, okay, uh, this, this young boy, Craig, gives Mr. Harrigan his phone, uh, Mr. Harrigan becomes, uh, he, he, he's not even, like, super obsessed with it, he's just, like, kind of fascinated with it, and then they, um, uh, Mr. Harrigan, he, he, he starts talking about how, like, He doesn't have a TV in his house because if he did, he would watch it. And he doesn't have music in his radio because he would listen to it. Even though
1: I do enjoy a bit of country music from time to time. Right. Even though he,
0: because he doesn't want to think about anything but business and money. Money. He needs to
1: stay focused. But uh, then Craig is like, wait, you like country music? All right. Well, let's make your ringtone stand by your man.
0: Yeah. Uh, Patsy Cline, stand by your man. Uh,
1: so not it, to call all of our king tropes out, but major king trope here. What? Uh, Patsy Cline, stand by your man. Uh, no, just having like a theme song for spooky stuff happening. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um,
0: so they both they set each other's ringtone to stand by your man. So every when one of them calls the other one, no matter what. That's the phone. That's the ringtone. Um, so uh, uh, is this when uh, Harry? Is oh, well, when, is this when nothing happens? Yeah. <laughs> well, OK, so uh, so Craig gets the fucking cell phone. Right. And then he goes and he sits at the Apple iPhone table. And uh, because now he is he has an iPhone, too. So he, he you know, they automatically accept him. Um, and he starts like texting with the girl that's sitting across from him and they're like their whole sort of relationship is, uh, over text. Even right. when they are in front of each other, they text each other.
1: Again, uh, this is like everyone involved showing their age. Like this is not right. real. Like, I don't know. Do you You would have had. When did you have cell phone? You have cell phone in middle school, high school.
0: I got a cell phone in high school. I I graduated in 2001 and I probably got one, a cell phone in like 2000 or maybe it might have been 2001. It was it was basically when I got my driver's license.
1: Well, let me tell you, I'm I'm maybe a couple years like in 2008, I would have been a couple years older than this kid. Yeah. Cell phones were still just like a tool. yes it was (laughs) you know like yeah there wasn't enough to do on them I feel even with that first generation of iPhones that like you were just like sucked in quite so much right it's really not till like the advent of like video and stuff that people are doing that till like Instagram comes along right
0: social media really blows up and yeah that's like that's you know cell phones become like you know, an appendage essentially. Right. Right.
1: But yeah, this is just like a, a get off my lawn view of, of kids these days where like, that's not what happened. You, you're excited to talk to people in person. It's like, just have them doing that at home. Right. Just have it. I don't know. And again, it's like, this feels like a Netflix thing. Like keep it cheap. Like, We can pay people less if they don't have any lines or whatever.
0: I know that the girl that he's like uh, dating, all of his,
1: all of his friends, all of his friends, right? Yeah, are like they have like less than five lines. (laughs) Yeah, dude, the fucking there's like this whole thing going on with his one friend, who's his one friend who, who's a girl who he's like, I think she want Margie. Yeah, Margie. Right? He's like, I think Margie wanted to ask me to the dance, but I was trying to not go with Margie quite so much.
0: Right. I wanted to go with this other girl that he Regina. has Regina. <laughs> Regina. But like, <laughs> that was, uh, every time, it, it's like you said, they just keep introducing ideas. Like, Oh, is this going to be like an issue, a conflict? Because his friend, Margie, wants to ask him to the dance, but he doesn't like her that way. So he has, you know, he has to, uh, you know, let her down or whatever, whatever Uh, the the answer
1: is. The answer is no, she's fine. She goes with someone else and she's happy for her friend as she has been the whole movie. Right. (laughs) Moving right along. Moving right along.
0: Um, So. One day, Craig goes over to Mr. Harrigan's to read to him, and uh, and he finds finds a dead Harrigan in his chair. Um, he goes like, "This is," I mean, it's ridiculous the way that like he takes the mirror and like places it under his like nose or whatever. I'm like, nobody fucking does that. What are we doing? <laughs> like, it's so so stupid. Um, so Mr. Harrigan dies. Um. At the funeral, uh, very few people show up. Um,
1: yeah, it's uh, his his gardener and his housekeeper are there. Yeah. His housekeeper, who's like this lady who always calls Craig "boy," boy, boy. Very uh, Angus Scrim coded. So,
0: okay. Uh, sidebar. Um, I, I've been watching. I just I just finished watching all of the Phantasm movies.
1: Let's. Go. <laughs>
0: have you seen all of the Phantasm movies? Not in a long time, but I think so.
1: Okay. I've definitely seen like the first three. Okay. uh, So there are five of them. Okay. Um, probably not then. Okay. um,
0: I mean, like just crazy wild fucking movies. I, I, uh, it took again, like, I don't know. I feel like every movie series I have to like sort of, uh, like, a uh, uh, what was it? Get accustomed to like the vibe. What are we, what are we trying to do here? And phantasm movies are only about the vibe. Like, uh, you know, you got Reggie, you got Mike and they're fighting the tall man of course. And there's like violence and horror elements to it or whatever, but they're like, uh, I mean, huge like plot holes, uh, motivations completely yeah. unclear. Yep.
1: Uh, uh the lead changes from 2 to 3, right? It's right. like the same guy in 1 and 3 but not 2.
0: It's it's the same Mike, the kid, Mike yeah. from the first yeah. one. He's in all of them except for 2. Yes. Uh, yes. Um and like uh, and and Reggie uh dies like several times over the course of the series and then like comes back and they're like, "Oh, that was just a dream." Um, you don't know what's real, what's a dream, who is you know, uh, real or a uh, you know one, a, a Angus Scrim, a metal ball or something. Um, just a crazy, crazy series. I liked it a lot, but it's it's insane.
1: Yeah. Um. It's in the first one, right, where that guy's having sex in a graveyard, and yeah. the naked lady turns into Angus Scrim. Yeah. Yeah, that sexy That's like, lady. <laughs> what's that? That sexy lady. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Cr- I gotta say, you're like eight bit digital Rob right now. Oh no! Oh, you're back! You're back! You're back!
0: Oh, thank God! For a
1: while, for a while, it was very hard to understand what you were saying, but we're I, back. Um, I-, I could kind you- of tell
0: from your responses that you weren't that they were just sort of <laughs> ha ha. Jarred. Yeah,
1: man, that's crazy. <laughs> oh man, that's fucking wild, dude. <laughs> You're nuts for that one, doggy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, the first one was like, I don't know how we ended up watching this, but that movie was so big for me and my stupid little 12 year old friends. Like, <laughs> um, well, I could see that
0: though, because it's like, it's weird first off. And like, I don't know the, the kid in it, uh, Angus yeah. Grim is like it's a like, fucking like a weird villain and shit. I don't know. There there's there's fun aspects to it that that hook you it, in.
1: Yeah, it's like it's weird wild fun and I think the fact that it is kind of like inconsistent when you're like 12 and you have infinite time and patience, you're totally. just kind of like you're just like, yeah, I wonder what it all means. Like you just yeah, yeah. assume <laughs> that it's got to be good because it got made. Yes you right. know yeah yeah and um, like
0: and what does it mean at, like at, because everything has
1: to have a meaning uh, Yeah. when then but, you're like i guess not <laughs> i do think the when they're they're playing that little song on the porch in the first one yeah and the scoop of ice cream hits his guitar yeah yeah that's one of the best things i've ever seen in a movie <laughs> truly um uh, you know
0: what i think too um to make a truly iconic sort of horror series, horror franchise or whatever, um, you have to have a distinct weapon. That is that, that the is, key, man.
1: That is undeniably so cool, that yeah. the spheres, and it's like, they're uh, cool wait, and- The and spheres s- are one thing, but I'm
0: talking about the uh, four, the quadruple barreled shotgun that-
1: Oh, sure.
0: That uh, <laughs> Reggie makes- The way that
1: the degree to which Reggie is a cut-rate Bruce Campbell is like, yeah, right. It's so fun. It's so good that that guy exists. Of course, and I think it's in part
0: two where um, they're at a. uh, uh, Would would you believe it? They're at a mausoleum, and uh, (laughs) they uh, they're in like the cremation area, and this guy is like scooping ashes into a bag, and the bag is labeled Sam Raimi. Uh, Is bit. it really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, uh, between the, um, the, those spheres that just fly around and, uh,
1: drill a hole in your head. Yeah. They, your ju- they
0: stick in you and then they drill a hole and spew your blood out everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and that, that shotgun, cause like you think about it, like, okay. Or, you know, uh, evil Dead has like the chainsaw hand, right? Yes. Um, Freddie has his glove. Um, Mike Myers, Michael. Well, Mike Myers is <laughs> uh, fucking has his
1: mojo. Yeah,
0: he got his mojo back. Michael Myers has like a butcher knife. You know, uh, I feel like Jason Voorhees. I mean, he has a distinct look, but the machete is like his yeah. go to thing.
1: Uh, leather face, Leatherface. Leatherface. chainsaw guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that his
0: chainsaw. Right. I think that's kind of the key. Is like uh, having some sort of a distinct weapon. I guess like my theory falls apart when you talk about Hellraiser, but that's a—I mean—he's a very distinct look. Well, the puzzle box. Oh, the puzzle box. That's its own. That's a fucking weapon. Yeah, I, I take it back. I'm right. Candyman <laughs> has his bees. Bee. <laughs>
1: it's but he's got a. Bees.
0: But he's got a hook hand too. You know, he's got that big old trench coat and a that's hook true. hand. That's true. That's true. He's
1: got a couple things going for him.
0: Yeah, I like it. I, I these are the things that like stick out. And like I think if you're going to make a a horror movie, you have to you have to do that. You have to have a fucking distinct sort of weapon. Should we do the
1: phantasm movies?
0: Yeah, we could do the phantasm movies. I Is don't know how crazy? we're gonna talk about them, but yeah. <laughs> and then this happens and then this happens and then
1: this happens. <laughs> Yeah. It might be tough to do all of them. We should at least watch the first one.
0: I mean, one. The, they, yeah, we absolutely, I, they feel like sort of like stream of consciousness, uh, sort of. They, movies. they do
1: feel like they're from like another country and you're like, well, I'm sure culturally this makes yeah. a lot <laughs> <of> more sense. <laughs> In Greenland, I'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah. they you know, they're probably things I'm not picking up on.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm sure this works really well overseas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, But overall, I mean, like, yeah, Uh,
1: fun, fun series, fun franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, All right. Mr. Harrigan's phone back to no fun whatsoever. (laughs) Right. So Mr. Harrigan dies. Um, He uh,
0: he is uh, at the funeral. uh, Craig takes Mr. Harrigan's cell phone and puts it in his pocket in his in his jacket. And then so. Mr. Harrigan is buried with his cell phone. Um, and then uh, then Craig gets like uh, Craig texts him uh, to Mr. Harrigan. And he just says, I'm really going to miss our, uh, you know, our meetings, our, our reading sessions or whatever the yeah. hell it is. <laughs> and
1: Mr. Harrigan replies. And he just says.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well,
1: basically, yeah, he, just, he replies CCCAA, um, which Do you know, like, he says at the end, he's like, I finally understood what you were saying to me. I did not. I I still did not. It's like (laughs) you were telling me not to want to kill people. Right. I see that now. You got all of that from CCAA? (laughs) Come on. Yeah, it's uh, a little thin there, but. Yeah, um, and then he like, but he freaks out. He's like, Dad, I think we need to dig up Mr. Harrigan. I think we've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. Um, And his dad explains. He's like, well, Craig, I didn't want to tell you about how they cracked open Mr. Harrigan's sternum and cut him open with a fucking electric turkey carver. But yeah, they did do that. They uh, had for to the autopsy. They had, right, they had to give this, this guy an autopsy
0: because he, he's. He died alone, and I yeah. guess they couldn't. They couldn't just take it at. You they couldn't
1: know. just be like, "Well, he was two hundred years old, <laughs> so, <laughs> right?" Uh, uh, so, well, we could rule out sudden infant death syndrome. Um, yeah. So, uh, so he also at the funeral. Um, Chick Rafferty, who we hear uh, yeah, on the phone, chick. right when Mister Harrigan's like, "Chick, I want you to." make some changes to my accounts. Cause he's got these up to date stocks. Nobody's now. named chick anymore. No, we need, we need more chicks. Yeah. Bro. we
0: <laughs> oh, <you> Got <laughs> um, some fucking chicks this weekend. <laughs>
1: but, but also the idea that like chick is not on the ball with, he's like, he's a money manager for a billionaire and he's not yeah. doing anything. With that information. Yeah. I mean, right at the funeral. Right. He says like, um,
0: uh, you uh he has something for you whatever and mr harrigan wrote him into the will gave him like eight hundred thousand dollars um and in the letter it says like uh um you know this should cover you know your uh your schooling um you know at one point craig says he wants to be a screenwriter and he says you know mr harrigan says like uh know if any sort of like you know internship getting your life started
1: yeah you know it's like mr yeah mr harrigan's like uh he's like if that is what you want to do then of course you should pursue it but know that i do not approve yeah yeah yeah, it talks about hollywood being like this you know hive of scum and villainy right or whatever um
0: he also says there's a vulgar joke about screenwriters um i'm not going to repeat it here but Look it up later. Just search screenwriters and starlet. Um, Are you familiar with this joke, Dan? No, are you? Um, Well, I looked it up. Is it
1: the aristocrats?
0: (laughs) I mean, it's almost the aristocrats. Um, Screen, it's, it's not even like a joke with like a setup and a punchline. It's just uh, one of the oldest inside jokes out there is of the starlet so dumb she slept with a screenwriter in hopes of advancing her career. Oh, my. Oh, Uh,
1: my. (laughs) Oh, my. Indeed. So you took Mr. Harrigan's advice. And looked that joke up. Yeah. Yeah. You used keywords screenwriter and starlet. Yes. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's cool.
1: It is Um, cool. A couple other things I guess we should note about Mister Harrigan is okay. we kind of mentioned it, but he's like a very vengeful. He was a very vengeful man in life. He loved money. He lo- he was like uh, he was like gold member with money. Yeah, he loved it. He loved it, and he and Mister
0: Harrigan also lost his penis in a smelting accident. Correct. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what killed him, ultimately. Yeah. I don't know why they had to do a full autopsy.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, Well, this is clearly what killed
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twas beauty that killed the beast, they said. Yeah, The beauty <laughs> of a smelted cock. He <laughs> also has some line where he's like, he, he talks about, like, because he's not from the town. It's like this little town in Maine. Yeah. If you believe that. And he says something like, like I moved here because I wanted to be in the quiet and I didn't want people asking things of me because when people w- would ask things of me, I tended to do them. Right. Or some such, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but then if somebody like screwed him over, he would um basically like ruin ruin that person. Yes. Um, um and, and what does he say? He says, like, um, when you were uh, confronted by uh, an an enemy, um, you have to act. It's like uh, immediate and um, yeah. without mercy
1: or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that.
0: I, I mean, it's basically the Cobra Kai, um, you know, <laughs> like... Strike first, show no mercy, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, we should mention Mr. Harrigan's wearing a gi. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a gi the entire time. <laughs> um, we also, I think we alluded to it, but I think it's worth mentioning when Mr. Harrigan, um, this pissed, I want to point it out because it pissed me off so much. This might actually be what hurts my parts when the time comes. Okay. Um, it's when Mr. Harrigan has his prophecy of how a smartphone. Technology oh my god! Back. The ripple effects—it sucks so bad. It
0: sucks. So it's like that's that's some fucking Aaron Sorkin newsroom bullshit where you're like, like, oh, you're gonna fucking Monday morning quarterback this. Where you're like, yeah, motherfucker, you know what happens. You can't, can't just predict you. it. You can't say that.
1: And the you know, I don't know if this is in the short story or just the screenplay, but it was either written in 2020 or 2021. So it's like right. you don't get points for this. But he's basically like. So he says, there's something troubling me. Maybe you can explain it. I've been reading articles on this phone for a month now, and they've all been free. I'm reading something for free that people pay good money for. And Craig says, it's great, right? And Mr. Harrigan snaps on me. He says, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Giving, uh, this guy's a cuck. Giving information away runs counter to everything I understand about successful business practices. The World Wide Web is like a broken water main, but instead of water, it's spewing information every which way. I don't understand. Is it a come on or what? I'm asking, Craig. <laughs> and Craig says it's kind of like the Freiburg Fair where the first game is usually free. And Mr. Harrigan, very smug. This is maybe the worst line delivery in the whole movie. He goes, hmm. And we're still on the first game with like a little smile. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I fucking get it now. Right. I, I put my Harrigan noodle into it and I solved it. He says, and we're still in the first game, Freiburg Fair. And there are no advertisements on these sites. Ads are the lifeblood of newspapers. How yeah. will they survive? I don't think this is a come on. I think it's a gateway drug. Mm. I've already noticed that my Google search responses are on the side of financial information. It knows what I want. What's going to happen when they close the water main? Do not become addicted to the water. You'll grow mm. resented. It's very simple. Uh, no, fr- no more freebies. Oh, and false information becomes common and accepted. <laughs> Just throw that in. Yeah. And what happens when they start using this to spread more nonsense than is already out there? Newspapers, journalists, politicians, all of us need to be very frightened of this gizmo. I can think of another gizmo we all need to be frightened of. (laughs) Your cat gizmo.
0: Yeah. I wonder where she is right now.
1: Yeah. Where is she? She hasn't been around at all.
0: Yeah. She hasn't she hasn't popped in. She hasn't done her her usual uh, podcast cameo. I think she's sleeping in a box somewhere. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mister Harrigan predicting what everybody already knows about cell phones that were, you know, just fucking, we're just fucked with them. Um, yeah, as I, a society, <laughs> like, yeah, the okay, fact man. that
1: he's just like unrelated to his concerns about like, it's so. I mean, why do we? Like, why do I care that they're like, uh, they're like, I don't understand a successful business model here. I just don't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And also, it is kind of funny to be saying that in a Netflix movie, I guess. Yeah. Where Where they're also,
0: like, tracking everything that you're watching
1: and how long you're watching and shit. Um, but also just like, yeah, they can't figure out how to make money on this thing at all. (laughs) It's it's a real, it's a real, uh, driving crooner situation for them. Um, (laughs) but, (laughs) but then like, Uh, no, what really bugs me is the pivot to just being like, oh, and false information will become common and accepted as true. It's like, shut the fuck up. What do you know? You got that from reading the wall street journal on your phone. You're like, Hmm, me thinks. You think somebody else will get on here, Adam? Yeah. It's dumb. It's
0: dumb. Um, all right. we We're already an hour and a half into this very boring uh, movie. We have to pick up the pace here. Um, well, we had to talk about Phantasm for 20 minutes. Well, that's right. <laughs> we had to. We, had, no we had to. We had to do that. Um, so, uh, Craig, it goes. Um, so, the. Well, hold on. The bully is expelled from school for dealing drugs. Um, Then – and he – the bully uh, thinks that Craig was the one who ratted him out. At the dance, um, Craig's uh, date has to use the bathroom. So he walks her to the bathroom. He's standing waiting outside and the bully, Kenny, comes up, grabs him and like drags him outside and he gets in his face he's like why did you do that why did you why did you rat me out now i have to kill you and uh and he's like i didn't fucking rat you out and he's like yes you did and craig immedi- craig hits him first uh taking a little bit of mr harrigans advice uh, mm. and uh and the kid uh kenny he just starts wailing on on young craig and Craig ends up like on the ground, sort of like with his like twit in a twisted sort of yeah, his uh, arms are position. like position.
1: He's on his stomach, but his arms are also like crossed across his body, like right? Almost like he's giving himself a hug, right? Um, I uh, actually did like how that scene plays out. Like, I think, uh, sure, it's pretty well acted, even the way he hits him and then doesn't know what to do.
0: Next, yeah, 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 you
1: know, I <laughs> right. I thought that was good. Um, again, we all agree that Cyrus Arnold is the true star of this movie. This thing should be called Mister Arnold Expulsion. This the real <laughs> star here. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh. yeah, I do like a bully that d- basically does go get your shine box to somebody. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. different kind of Stephen King bullying. Just thought about <laughs> that. But yeah, so um. Craig goes home and he's like, uh, he calls Mr. Harrigan. He's like, Hey, sorry to bother you.
0: Yeah. He calls and leaves a voicemail. Basically like this, this guy, you know, I hate him. Um, and yeah, I hate this guy and I wish he would go away basically. Right. And the next day, um, yeah, you know, he he hears from another kid. He's like, "Do you hear about Kenny? He's dead." He gets a text. He's like, "Kenny is dead." Because these they, kids, they don't
1: talk to each other yeah. anymore. They and, just text. And, and how about a
0: coffee flavored coffee? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the kids like uh, Kenny's dead, and Craig is like, "You bastards!" Right? Because of South Park. <laughs> oh my God, they killed Kenny. Right in 2008, they definitely would have
1: said that. Um. <laughs> So is there a Craig, Craig on South park?
0: I don't think so. Mm. I don't really watch South park. Um, so Kenny, uh, died. Uh, apparently he was drinking alone in his room and he went to like leave through the window on the second floor. Like, and, uh, and he fell and he like broke his neck. And when we see his body laying on the floor or on the ground, Oh, the floor too. He, uh, He's in the exact same cars, right? He's in the exact same position that Craig was when he was laying on the ground and he's got
1: shoe polish all around his mouth. He
0: does have shoe polish all around his mouth, which like
1: the fucking, okay. So they find Mr. Harrigan dead in his chair. They're like, we have no idea what happened. We have to cut him open. We need Mm. to figure out what went wrong here. Meanwhile, they look at this kid who's, Corpse has been desecrated with shoe polish, and they're like, "He simply fell. Case he, closed." I guess he was drinking. <laughs> yeah, he was drinking, and he took his shoe polish on the roof. Yep, you know, to paint his mouth, and he fell. Yeah. Um.
0: So Craig is like, uh, he he's sort of like, uh, I, I don't know if he feels responsible. He doesn't know what happened. He does. He's like, you know did you do this like Mr. Harrigan like you know he can't and he gets another text message that says CCC like <laughs> I don't know what that means
1: <laughs> so funny it reminds me of do you ever see the clickhole articles written by Queen Elizabeth no oh my god it's all just like it's like purposely bad spelling and grammar like she's oh, functionally yeah. illiterate
0: yeah because the royal family is completely inbred I suppose um, I suppose. sure <laughs> um so uh Craig has this whole like heart to heart conversation uh, with uh, Kirby <laughs> with Mrs. Hart or Ms Hart. I'm sorry. and uh she she like takes an interest in him and like, you know, sort of um nurtures his like uh, creative
1: mind yeah. and all the shit. She's been there since day one. she's the this is the teacher who.
0: Who or like stopped them in the hallway when he was like, shine my shoes. Yes.
1: Uh, and also cleans them up after uh, Kenny kicks his ass at the dance. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's like, you smell good. And <laughs> she's yeah. like, thank you. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, like, you she sp- doesn't. Well, seems- she
0: says, thank you. It's my soap. And uh, it's or she says it's just soap. And then she tells him what soap it was. Right. Um, so some time passes. And uh, Craig gets into college In is he going to Emerson? I think the teacher, Mrs. Miss Hart, went to Emerson and I think Craig goes to Emerson because she went there. Like, it's a creative writing school and whatever. But yes. Um. So Craig goes off to college. There's a, a scene between him and his dad and they, his dad
1: is like.
2: I love you very much. I don't.
1: Just holding back tears. Does the hug where he like claps him on the back real hard? Yeah, yeah.
0: My boy. Um, as he's driving away, you see, uh, uh Craig's dead mom in the rearview mirror. Craig goes off to college, um, and while he's off at school, he gets a call from his dad saying that, uh, Ms. Hart was in an accident and died. She, her, and her fiance, they, um. They were driving, and a drunk driver coming the opposite direction hit them head-on and killed them both, or, or killed Miss Hart and left uh, the fiance I think in a coma. And the guy, the drunk driver, uh, basically was fine. It turns out he's like some rich kid, and they uh, they put him in some like high class rehab center just like some bullshit that he had to do but he didn't get any real punishment right Uh, so craig craig uh well craig before going to school he got freaked out that the bully died so he got a new phone with a new number uh and he just kept uh he kept the old phone but he just tucked that away he's like i don't want any weird shit with mr harrigan calling me and me calling him and whatever So he goes back home and he gets the, the Mr. Harrigan phone, gets that hotline and (laughs) (laughs) he calls, uh, uh, he he calls him and leaves a message. He's like, I hate this man. He, he took, uh, took, uh, this woman away and she was, uh, she was a good person and all this stuff. She
1: smelled amazing. She smelled great.
0: Um, and then he said in a voiceover, he says, as soon as I hung up the phone, I I regretted it. And and then for like the next like five minutes, he's Googling like this guy's name. And then ult- and then he finds it. And the guy uh, died. Uh, he com- they say he committed suicide when he goes to the rehab center. He he asks a, one of the guys like standing around smoking cigarettes, like one of the patients there uh, to tell him what happened. He'll give him a hundred bucks and. The guy's like, "All right, meet me, uh, meet me at this time or whatever," and he he has to meet him in like a strip club parking lot for some reason. It's very strange.
1: It's so weird. There's like two sets in the whole movie, and one of them is that strip club parking lot. Yeah, it's
0: weird. Uh, so the guy says basically that like, uh, this drunk driver was in the shower and he took a bar of soap and jammed it down his throat and like. Uh, you know, suffocated himself, basically. And come to find it, out it's the same soap yeah, that Miss Hart used. That this is like, wood.
1: it's like a law and order SVU witness <laughs> interview where it's like, yeah. what brand of soap was it? Oh, gee, uh, I don't know. Some with a, something real fancy, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some store with a B maybe. And it's yeah, like, yeah. why the <laughs> fuck would this guy at the strip club know any of that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, at one point, like you said, like, Craig goes to a trailer park, right? He hears a story about how, like, some guy, like a gardener for Mr. Harrigan, stole money from him. So Mr. Harrigan, like, fired him and also, like, fucked him over somehow. So Craig goes to the trailer park and he asks one of the neighbors there, played by
1: Kathy, Kathy Geis.
0: Geis, Um and she says that, yeah, he like uh, he went into that garage over there with his truck and he just like killed himself. He revved the engine until he died. Um, uh, so I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to imply that like Harrigan somehow like physically in a real way had a hand in killing
1: this guy or if he was just I don't know. I don't know. Not clear at all. But it doesn't seem like it because he wrote, he spray paints F-U-H on his garage door, which is supposed to mean, fuck you, fuck you, Han- Har- uh, Harrigan. But to me, it's just like, he's like, yeah. oh,
0: fun, Oh, fun. I got to tell you, at this point in the movie, we're like an hour and 20 minutes in or so. I am fidgeting in my seat. I am itching to leave here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, dude. I'm like, fucking wrap it up, dude. And... So Craig, uh, he goes to uh, Mr. Harrigan's gravesite and he talks to him. He says, um, I think I know what you were trying to tell me. I think you were trying to tell me to stop. And I'm just uh, I'm just wanted you to know that uh, I'm not going to call you or text you anymore. Um, uh, just that I'll miss you or whatever. And and then he he like stops at his mom's gravesite for a second
1: which is right nearby which yeah that's a that that is established earlier yeah
0: but it doesn't matter um uh, and then yeah craig he goes to uh let's see he goes to a a river like a river like a cliff and he stands there and he throws the mr harrigan's cell phone into the water getting
1: rid of it forever this- and that's it. And then, and, and we get a flashback of, right. There's like a moment where you're like, Oh, is he going to jump? Cause he's so racked with guilt. Right.
0: What, like what is much happening like here? the yeah.
1: garage guy before him or whatever, yep. which again is, doesn't seem It's not one-to-one at all. Yep. And he doesn't, he throws the phone, but then he has this like vision of his mom. And like, I think the implication is that he is, he carries some guilt from his mom's death. Cause she fell over that cliff. That's how she died. Yeah. And he blamed himself the whole time, but we didn't know that we didn't know anything about how his mom yeah. died. And it doesn't feel it like doesn't... a reveal. It just feels like withheld information. Right. Like, Cause like the issue is, I don't, I don't even hate that. If it's like, if, if the reveal is like all that, the Harrigan stuff is like, it stems from his mom's death or whatever, and the guilt he carries with around that. Mm -hmm. But none of it really adds up. None of it. None of it. That's like you said, they keep introducing these
0: things, but nothing, nothing is paid off here. Uh, This kid, he like, you know, he feels responsible for these two deaths that he asked the ghost of Mr. Harrigan to like take care of for him. And these two people died and then he's then he feels guilty about it. But so he throws his phone away into the water. And as he walks away, the narration says when he passes away, he wants to be buried with empty pockets.
1: And then fucking credits, man. Literally, that's not even an ending. Well, hold on, because let's not forget that. Yes, that is the ending. But there's also that like closing line where he talks about cell phones again. Oh, I don't even remember Do that. Do you remember that? Hold on. I got to pull up the, uh, the quotes page here. Yeah. <laughs> Narration comes up and he says, in the 21st century, I think Ugh. our phones are how we are wedded to the world. Jesus if so, Christ. it's probably a bad marriage. There are a great many things I'm not sure of anymore. Reality itself for a start. I do know one thing, however, and it's as solid as New England rock. When I die, when it's my time to go, I want to be buried with empty pockets. Yeah. Jerk yep. off. And Ro- Rob is cranking uh, the the hog of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this fucking...
0: This movie sucks. It's Turd City. It's so fucking boring. Oh my God. <laughs> this is Dude. like this is
1: a movie to fall asleep to here. Look at the past, you know, we're on week three of phone month and <laughs> every, yeah. the past couple of weeks we've wrapped up these recording sessions and been like, that was awesome. Yeah. What a great movie. What a fun movie to talk about. <laughs> and, and one, we're just like, snap back to 2022. Like we got so, I don't think we fully appreciated how lucky we got with the black phone until we had to watch this, which is, I yeah I agree. think, I think like the standard for a movie that comes out in 2022, especially like a Netflix
0: yeah. movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, an original Netflix movie com- that comes out now is not, it's, it's, it, they all seem like fucking like tax shelters or something. Yeah. <laughs> this is like some sort of a weird write off because nothing seems to uh, matter. Matter.
1: Yeah, yeah. right. Like, <laughs> there are no stakes to it at all. It's crazy. This was produced by, it's a weird grouping of producers too. It's Ryan Murphy and Blumhouse. And like, yeah, that's weird. It's a weird pairing. And not that those two things are, like, diametrically opposed, but, like, neither of them comes through. They seem to cancel each other out. That's what I was just going like, to say. <laughs> Ryan Murphy is, like, the campiest motherfucker right. alive. And Blumhouse, like, you know, it's, it's like, fun, kind of, like, well-executed, like, schlocky horror. And this yes. is neither of those this things. This is neither. It's not even, like, maudlin. It's not even particularly saccharine or... I don't even think it's a story. No, no it's not it, really.
0: I like it, I don't think it has a beginning, middle and end. I think like uh by the time you know like he goes and he throws his cell phone away, that feels to me like the end of or like the middle of act 2. Yeah. You know, and by that time, I am so so out on anything else that happens. I'm like yeah. fucking just just get me out of here. Just roll the fucking credits. Y- you
1: fuck this up, and yeah. This, there's a there's. Yeah. I, I think everything about well, first of all, I have the IMDb page up and the trailers playing, Uh-huh. and it's amazing how much they make it look like stuff happens in this. Oh yeah, oh oh yeah. And like the <laughs> whole the whole movie seems like shot. To Be a trailer,
0: yes, like it's a trick, it's just a trailer movie, it's
1: just a trick. Um, th- there's also an annoying visual thing that happens in so many shots where, like, the camera maybe this is like a thing in other movies and I've I haven't noticed it, but the camera, like, uh, is on a dolly or whatever or it's zooming in to frame yeah. what should be like the shot, like the composed uh-huh. shot. And as soon as it gets there, it cuts, it cuts away to the next thing. <laughs> and I didn't that, that I, it, it was driving me insane. And I feel like it must be a thing where the studio is like, that's, we did market research and people will keep watching, even if nothing's happening, as long as they're not visually gratified.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah.
1: cause this, I don't know. It's just uh, bad, man. And like, it,
0: it's, it's very, it's bad. It's poorly executed. I, while i was watching this all like i kept thinking um this should have been a segment in an anthology movie oh yeah cuz the have been short story 20 30 minutes long tops yes. and add some real horror elements to it and you got something here
1: the right cuz like even the killings like We don't see any of it. We don't don't see see it.
0: We only see the aftermath. So it really is like you're getting all this information after the fact. There's no indication that Mr. Harrigan like rose out of the grave, that his ghost did it. Like none of that stuff is
1: answered. Like how did he how did he kill them? Doesn't get answered. (laughs) That that bothers me less than the fact that less than the fact that Craig just like puts this behind him. Oh, yeah. He's just like, well, I'm good now. I get
0: <laughs> just yeah. needed
1: those two people killed, and now the rest of my life is sorted? Like, I'm going to be a an Emerson graduate journalist? Well,
0: well, when he gets a little bit older and he remembers all this, that's going to fuck him
1: up forever. <laughs> yeah, you got to hope. This Otherwise, this was all for nothing. All right, Dan. Okay. You want to do some segments? Let's do it. Okay. This is, oh, that hurt my parts.
2: Oh, that hurts my parts.
1: Oh, so that hurts my parts. I I got to stand by what I said. I think, uh you know, actually, that closing monologue sucks shit. Closing I, monologue
0: I, sucks shit. That I one think that Donald Sutherland delivers sucks.
1: Sucks shit. So yeah. can we say the monologues generally? I do think the, I think the closer is worse because like, at least the one that Donald Sutherland gives, it's like, it's not trying to be a summation of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's something so, like, shitty
0: uh, and... It's just... Oh, my God. It's so boring. It's so poorly written. All of it. But, yeah, if you're gonna... If if we want to put a... Like, mark down a, a thing that happens in the movie, not the lack of action... um then it, for me, it is that, yeah, the Donald Sutherland fucking old man yells at cloud uh, moment. Yeah. Sucks.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's move right along. To- all right. Because, hey, it wasn't all bad, right, Rob? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. So let's talk about our shining moments. Danny! The shiny moments. Was that louder than usual? It was a little louder it than felt, usual. Th- yeah. It was a little yeah. hot. Hi. <laughs> um, so for me, my shining moment, you know, obviously the performance of our bully, um, what's his name, Cyrus Arnold as Kenny yep. Yankovich. I thought he was really good. And then the other thing I'll say is that I think um, I like Miss Hart. I like I like her.
0: Yeah, I like Miss Hart. She's I I like her character. I I wish, you know, she had a little bit more to do. Um, hey
1: wouldn't it be nice if anybody had more to do instead of know? just yeah Ugh, like crazy.
0: everybody's just so one dimensional like her character is sweet school teacher yeah. his dad is like uh like blue collar sad or, yeah sad man. dad yeah. <laughs> um Uh, I don't know. His friends are
1: simply standing there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: My favorite part. Let's see. I guess if I had to say what my favorite part of this here movie was. Maybe U-Boat. Yeah. I mean, like, just the the name U-Boat is fun.
1: Um, Not a great performance by U-Boat.
0: No, no, no. In fact. Yeah. Yeah. it's hard to say, because really
1: nothing happens in the movie. Um, Maybe yeah. just the idea of getting $800,000. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I like. I was kind of like, damn, imagine if if an yeah. old, if a nice, well, a mean old man took a shine to me. Yeah. That's the, man, that's the thing. It's like, he's he's a son of a bitch, and Craig internalizes none of that. Right. He doesn't internalize any
0: of it. He also, like, I thought at some point Craig was going to maybe
1: feel the wrath of Harrigan. Yeah. You know? When he's like, I got it. When he gets a new phone, Harrigan's yeah. like, what the fuck? Well, like, I'm your like boy. Like, Mr.
0: Harrigan, he says that, like, he moved to the small town because people always ask him to do things and he usually does them, right? Right. Yeah. And Craig is asking him to kill these two people and he does it, which he. That's what he said he would do. Um, but he also like alludes to having a, a mean streak and, you know, not to cross him. Yes. basically.
1: I did think it was going that way too, because like, right, we talked about the old gardener who he fires and whose life he ruins. Yeah. Because he stole. And then when Craig is like at the house at, at the Harrigan house for the last time, the Housekeeper is like, "Do you want to take anything as a keepsake?" He's like, "I'll take an orchid from his garden." I was like, "Oh, that's the thing, that's gonna yeah. be like the turn because it's like he took, sure, right? Like he already asked, yeah, he sto- yeah, yeah. He but right. and then he I, stole something.
0: I thought like maybe somehow like uh, Craig's father was gonna get killed, like, I, I like some sort of monkey paw situation. Yeah, you
2: know? yeah, uh,
0: yeah. This this story do, does remind me of like of another story, like the monkey paw thing, but, or like something out of like a, like a tales from the crypt where like, you know, uh, you have like a type, the typewriter
1: typewriter of the gods
0: typewriter of the gods. Yes. Yeah. Same thing. where like, yeah, like you ask like a dead person to do something and this like corpse comes out and fucking kills somebody. And then like, you know, there's like, you know, you get like the, I don't know that it's hacky, but like the, the muddy footprints, like walking through the house and all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Uh,
1: Oh, that is definitely something else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. put
1: my finger on it, but yes,
0: I, I can't. Yeah. But, uh, there's, I don't know. Did I say what my favorite part was? I think my favorite part was when it ended. Um, Oh my God. I Freaking know. I'm just Jay Sherman over here. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. Um uh, yeah, maybe when um uh, uh my favorite part was when um he went to the dance with the girl that he wanted to go with.
1: <laughs> when everything worked out for him the whole time.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. He got he got punched a couple times, but that was it. <laughs> he also got he also got one. He landed. Yeah, he, he also landed. got a, got a couple in. Yeah, so um all right. King tropes. King tropes.
1: King drops. King drops, if you said it before you just say so We'll it to our running list of King Drops Why are all the children always evil? Why so many one for for people? King Wanted To Why are all the children always evil? King Wanted To Why so many well letters people? King, wanted to. Why so people? King wanted, Why wanted to Was there always going to be a greaser? King Wanted To You just need to trust This Guys Go to Bloodline device I Drive A great distance just to Just to die, King Trope's. So we 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 touched on a couple earlier. Reading to an old guy, yeah. uh, Or otherwise hanging out with an old guy. App (laughs) pupil, Hearts in Atlantis. Sure. This try this tries to have it both ways. It tries to be app pupil and Hearts in Atlantis. (laughs) It does. Where it's like evil old guy, nice old guy yeah uh but he's He's both good cop and bad cop (laughs) yes um so there's that there is uh spooky song to connote a connection to the other other world right
0: was that christine right Um, christine
1: 1408 1408
0: yeah the creepiest one yeah absolutely it's good um what else happens in this movie?
1: Gang of um, friends,
0: of course. Gang of friends, sure.
1: Technically, they're credited. They have their characters have names. You know, this is like
0: this is not the same thing, but it is. It does kind of feel similar to um, Creepshow two segment Old Chief Woodenhead. Yeah, where, like, where that smoking statue go- takes revenge. Um, you know, not exactly the same thing, but kind of totally. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's similar. (laughs) There's a bit of chief wooden head here. It's only a few degrees off. Mm. Um, uh, what, what if a cell phone were haunted? (laughs) What if, yeah. What if a cell phone were scary? (laughs) Yep. What if there Uh. was a cell phone? Um, uh, anything else? Anything else? Uh, Not really thought, um, is, uh, does Miss Kirby drive a great distance just to die? I mean, she is driving. Somewhere. Or wait, no, her name is Kirby. Her character is Mrs. Hart, of course. Yeah. Uh, they, they went away for the weekend. So that is driving. Yeah. A she, bit of a distance. That's a bit of a distance. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Any other movies with a guy named U-Boat? <laughs> <laughs> I really love that. Yeah. Uh right. ooh ooh yeah. a oh. school dance that ends in violence Oh well yeah yeah that's true It's the first trope that
0: the original trope the original trope the original, original trope. sin baby <laughs> <laughs> Um all right next segment uh writer main
1: character Oh well he goes he, to journalism school
0: He does yeah he got he does go to journalism school he wants to be a screenwriter He wants to work in the pictures baby That's right um,
1: I think that's it for traps. Okay. Uh, here's our next segment. Where was Slimer? A segment which needs no introduction or explanation. Rob, if Slimer were in this movie, I don't think we'd be complaining about how boring it was.
0: I know. I didn't see one Slimer, not one onion head here.
1: Not, not even flying. Or you know, maybe if we'd been in the autopsy room, yeah, would have seen one you there. Know,
0: this is the problem with kids these days. They're, they got their faces in the phones, all right? They're always looking at their devices. They're not looking for Slimers.
1: <laughs> oh, they're always playing Pokemon Go. Ugh. Never playing Slimer Go. <laughs> right. Uh, this, this was, was uh, Where Was Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a retirement ceremony for Where Was Slimer. You want to retire it? I want. I want to launch Where Was Muncher. Oh, where was Muncher? Wait, did you see the fucking preview? The new trailer for the new Ghostbusters? Um, I saw that it opens like that one like Roland Emmerich movie or whatever about the the, the crazy Ice storms, Age. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's all I saw though. I didn't see the whole thing. People freeze too?
0: Yeah, people freeze. Uh the uh it it looks like there there's going to be uh several teams of Ghostbusters. Uh, some children, so, some Paul Rudd, and then the old heads. The old heads, no Lady Ghostbusters?
1: Mm. No ladies, no wow. ladies. That's uh, uh, pretty fucked up. <laughs> Honestly, it's like...
0: I mean, it is pretty fucked up. They don't incorporate, uh, you know, the... Our the,
1: f- our, f- our beloved Lady Ghostbusters.
0: La- the Lady Ghostbusters. I Did I tell you, I watched that movie like... I don't know, like last year sometime, it's so bad. Really? Uh, It's really bad. And not like I'm, I don't, I don't give a fuck about like Ghostbusters. I'm not, I don't care. Like I (laughs) like the first Ghostbusters fine, but like, man, I think that that one the Kristen Wig one. It's just really
1: fucking bad. Isn't, isn't the villain like Uh, an incel? Yes, like the villain.
0: Yes, the villain is an incel. Uh, then he becomes a ghost, and he goes in- into the body of Chris Hemsworth, who does a dance. There's a dance sequence. Um, That's it's just fun. It- oh, it's fun, Dan. Come it's on, so that can fun. be fun.
1: It could be. People like Chris Hemsworth.
0: Yeah, um, I like uh, Black Hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's him at his goofy silliest for sure.
0: Yeah, that's it. I mean, his most Chicago, I guess.
1: <laughs> I want to hear Chris Hemsworth do a Chicago accent. Yeah. Dude,
0: I got to tell you, Black Hat is not bad.
1: Of course it's not bad. It's, it's
0: it's a Michael Mann joint.
1: It's a man, baby. Yeah, it's a man, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, All right. So this brings us to, I suppose, our penultimate segment IMDb. Yes. They just. Talk about segments we need to retire. This is IMDb where we compare our opinion of the movie against the weighted average user score on IMDb.com, even though nobody uses that website anymore. <laughs> we should be checking out Letterboxd. We should. 37,000 souls, uh, mm-hmm. 37,000 smartphone users logged on to IMDb.com, possibly, or possibly the IMDb app available yeah. on the uh, Apple App Store and uh, the what's the other one? Google App Store. For <laughs> what, uh, what do we got here? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, they awarded it and a weighted average user score of six out of 10 stars, a flat 6.0. Uh huh. Rob, that's got to be too high. The question it's is, by how much?
0: Insanely too high. i'm giving this a one yeah this sucks
1: man this is a solid one for me
0: you know how like uh sometimes we'll watch like a bad movie or whatever but we're like you know what everybody like tried really hard they showed up uh they pointed the cameras in the right direction here and all that i'm like i can't even say all that for this movie
1: there's like a few like you know the 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 direct, the cinematographer, the DP or whoever is like flexing a little bit. You get some like some of those like glossy, sheeny, nice Netflix original shots. Sure. Which like I, I, if, if that's what I needed, I would look at a screensaver. But I have to admit, <laughs> those are nice. But also like there's so many see any scene with two characters, like it's. Yeah, it's all edited so that nobody had to be there on the same day. Yes. Did you notice that also? It was driving me fucking crazy.
0: I mean, that shit like that's I can't I can't stand these like Netflix original things because that's
1: what they do, man. They just like fucking,
0: you know, they just like cut and paste a movie together and call it a movie.
1: Yeah. Like it's so clearly just like we don't we don't have to get the right take. We can do everything in like one to two takes. Yeah. Uh but and it's not even just like the scenes with like I don't know, Donald Sutherland and Jaden Martell, presumably the only two people cast in this who might be so busy that they can't appear on yeah. screen at the same time. Right. Um, it's like, it's literally everyone. Like there's a, a, scene where Craig goes to the Harrigan house and Edna Grogan, the housekeeper answers the door and the two of them are never in the same shot together. Yeah. That's and crazy. It's fucking insane, dude. It, uh, I, ugh. I give this
0: a one. I think this is among the worst stuff that we've watched for the
1: yeah, show. In, in recent memory for sure. And I do think like all the worst stuff has been clustered in the past, like 10 years, probably. Yeah. It's, I don't know what
0: happened in the last 10 years, but people have just completely lost any sort of, <laughs> the uh, will to live. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, I don't know. Fuck off. Here's a stupid movie. I, I guess, made, I
1: it, guess it's Mr. Harrigan's phone for you. Um, they, Dumb. yeah, this is like capital C content.
0: Oh yeah. This, this is, is just not a movie. content, not no. a
1: movie at all. No, no, no. It could be something. It would never, there's no version of this that would ever be great, but no, it should be a, a half hour segment in an
0: anthology movie. Yeah. Like if you have a movie where like, you know, and there, there has to be real stakes to it too the other thing too like as i was watching this i was like 40 minutes into this movie and i'm like what genre of movie is this like i thought that this was like going to be uh, like have horror elements to it and like i looked at it and it was like horror thriller i'm like when when is that going to
1: happen (laughs) horrify me thrill me something yeah there's no no, there's no suspense like any guilt that he feels for killing a guy is immediately done away with. It's tossed yeah. in the lake and that's it. Right. I just, I don't know how this kind of thing happens and keeps happening. <laughs> and Bec- But it, it goes to
0: like what you were saying with like Netflix and their, their business model, how they can't make money, where they're just like, we have to keep producing new original content at such a rate That, like, people want to sign up to just watch whatever the new thing is. The new Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix. And none (laughs) of the... Like, it It seems like it... Like you said, like, it's just content. That they're like, we have to produce this. We have X amount of dollars, X amount of time. And, you know, it's a... Do whatever you gotta do. Just
1: put these faces on that screen. Yep. And... For a while, there were no advertisements on Netflix and ads are the lifeblood of websites
0: <laughs> well, and yeah, how will they, they
1: survive? Added ads to it, right? Yeah. Mr. Harrigan was right about this. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. No more freebies. It's like, yeah, at the same time that they're like, we need to keep churning out content to entice new users. It's like one. Everyone who could possibly have Netflix already has it. And two, it's like at the same time that they're doing that, they're also putting ads on and just making it like a worse user experience. And the stuff that they make for this fucking platform is such dog shit. And you're frozen again. And that's hard. And I'm going to note this down. All right, I'm back. Oh, another a new Rob has entered the chat. A <laughs> new
0: Rob. That's um, right. All right, Let, let's wrap this up before yeah, we have before any more it. fucking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. All right, Rob. Uh, bone uh, phone month to you. Bone phone month to, to you. Uh, oh, you're frozen again. God damn it. Am no, I really? Back. No, you're okay. back. All right. Um, show's over. Blunt, blunt, shows, uh, show's over. Over. Bona uh No, never mind. I was gonna say telephone month to you, but anyway, um, good telephone month to you. I look forward to <laughs> wrapping this up next week when we uh, resume and close phone out month. phone yeah. month and talk about cellular. Now that's mm. gonna be a thriller. I guarantee stuff is gonna happen in that one. I bet stuff happens in that movie. That and movie is
0: from two thousand and three or four I, yeah. stuff was still happening in movies back then that,
1: that was a boom era of stuff happening in movies so yeah I'm feeling good. all right all right uh guys thanks for listening uh, patreon.com slash time. king me pod until next time i'm dan
0: so i'm rob <laughs> steven king, king.